Welcome to KWTV Season 3 Episode Number 5 How to Install an Hard Drive into a MacBook Air. Hello Scotty! <laughs> Guys and girls, welcome to Nightwise.com, the one and only podcast that tunes tech the old way of life and lets technology work for you. My name is Nightwise. In the coming episode, I'll be your host on this episode of KWTV Season Three, Episode Five: Installing a Solid State Drive in a MacBook Air. Today, we are going to tinker a lot. We are going to get out the screwdrivers and open up a very delicate 2009 MacBook Air. It's the last generation with a spinning iron hard disk and we decided that it was time to upgrade it. We bought it a couple of years ago and I must say with its 2GB of RAM it was like the Kate Moss of the family. Kind of slow and alarmingly thin. Uh, almost everything's been replaced on that MacBook Air by the way. We've had a new mainboard uh, placed on it under warranty. We had a new screen under warranty so today we decided to swap out the hard drive not under warranty but under our own initiative so we're going to swap in the, we're going to swap out the 4200 rpm 128 gigabyte hard drive that is in there by default and switch it with a 60 gigabyte solid state hard drive from OWC the people at Otherworld Computing so get on your propeller heads make sure you have an anti static bracelet on your arm pick up your screwdrivers cuz it's time to go into the AR and operate So, here we have it, our 2009 MacBook Air, uh, the one that I'm going to kind of upgrade here. It's a nice little device, but the 4200 RPM that is in there is dog slow. So we are going to open this one up, we're going to replace it by something completely different. And what that is, is the OWC 60GB um, Mercury Aura Pro Solid State Drive. So I'll open up the packaging here. As you can see, it's not very large. It's not. It's almost a. It's a two and a half inch drive, with a serial ATA, and it's very very light. It has a third, a sixty gigabyte capacity, and for me, that is actually quite enough because I want to turn my MacBook into a, a little netbooky kind of thing anyway. So who needs a lot of storage? So what do we get with this package? We get the drive, of course. Then we get a little cable that is actually a uh, connection cable to connect the ATA drive to the, the ATA or the SATA drive to the main bolt, the solid state drive to the main bolt. We get some adhesive strips and we need those because we are not going to screw this drive into the MacBook Air. We're actually going to stick it into the MacBook Air and that's why we need these. <clears throat> and OWC also gives you a set of screwdrivers. Now, <clears throat> these screwdrivers have all of the um, needed tips that you're going to need to open up your MacBook Air. And they come with this plastic pry tool. And this plastic pry tool 
is actually to loosen certain connectors on the mainboard. So in the first phase of what we're going to do, we're going to start out by opening up this MacBook Air and then we'll see what's on the inside. Now, before we start opening up this MacBook Air, we are going to uh, show you a little trick. You know how it is, you open up all of these screws, put the screws on the side here very delicately, and suddenly you move the laptop and before you know it, you are knocking things off the table. That's something that we don't want to do here. So what we're gonna do is take a little piece of sticky tape and just tear that off and stick one side to the table like this, fold it and take another side and stick it like this. That actually gives you a little strip where you can place the screws on and then they won't fall off. Now, the screws on a MacBook Air are different. You have two longer screws here in the middle, two uh, shorter screws here at the side, and the shortest screws are actually uh, mounted here, here at the bottom and on the other side. So we are going to take them off in sequence, starting out with the two here in the middle, going to the two on the corner and then working our way around. So I've got this little Phillips screwdriver here, opening them up. Yep, and the first ones are pretty long. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put them here on my piece of sticky tape a little bit delicate, and I'm going to put them in a logical order. So these two go in the middle. They are quite long, actually. There you go. A little bit of delicacy required here. Then we're going to take the two in the corner here, lift those up. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Put them here. And now we're going to start with the ones here at the side. It's actually not that hard. Apple hasn't mounted them or bolted them to the floor, but these are a significantly smaller size than the other ones, so messing them up would not be a good thing. There you go, that's two. And I'm really happy I've got the sticky tape here because otherwise uh, the chance that they might actually fall and roll off the table, not a good thing, not something that we want here. So that's three on one end. I'm gonna start with the three <clears throat> on the other end. One, two, What I'd also want to say is before you start doing this, make sure that you're not wearing a, a wool sweater or something that, and that you've taken anti-static precautions. There's the, there are these little wristbands that you can also wear. I'm not wearing one right now because I don't have one in the house, but if you do, please wear them. And here I am using an anti-static mat. So all of my screws are loose. Now it's time to pop open the MacBook. I've never done this before, so bear with me. It's a beautiful piece of technology, actually. So opening that up, it's extremely light. And what you must remember are these. These parts, these little 
you know, clips are going to be very, very necessary to shut the, to close the Mac correctly again. We need to really edge those little lids on, on the bottom here. So, what do we got? Pretty simple, actually. Um, let's see here, what do we have? We have the central fan. Now, if you have your Mac open and you do have a chance, make sure that there's no dust here. Clean it from any dust. You have the hard drive right here, microphone cable. These are all the USB ports. This is your MacBook's battery, and that is your MacBook's battery connector. Now, what I do advise is to loosen this one up as you're doing this. It's not uh, talked about in the official OWC manual, but I would advise doing it because then you uh, actually take the power away from your mainboard and avoid damaging anything. There's always some, uh, if, even if there's some uh, voltage or energy left in the battery, your mainboard will be under power. So something we don't want to do. So we've disconnected the uh, battery connector here. We're going to put that back in in just a little while. And now we're going to start removing the hard drive. Okay, so next up we're going to remove the existing hard drive and in order to do this we need to loosen up some things. One here is the USB port connector which is connected here and one is the actual SATA, uh, the uh, drive connector which is here and in order to do that we're going to use the pry tool. So I very gently pry this connector underneath here and gently pop that up and move it to the side. Now it's a very delicate operation so be very very careful when you're doing this and the second latch I want to release is the one with the hard drive. I just gently apply some pressure until it pops loose. Now we have a couple of screws that we need to uh, loosen. This is screw number one, number two, number three and number four is actually ledged right under here under the place where the microphone cable runs. Now we need to loosen up this microphone cable and that's a very, very delicate operation as you can see. Uh, I don't know if you can see it on the video. Let's, let's see if we can show you here. Really pried into this casing is that microphone cable. So we're going to very, very slowly release that from the clamps. And excuse me if I... I'm actually in the picture here, but I do need to bend down and really look at what I'm doing here. There are little clips here. I don't know if you can see them. Let's see. Yep, that is here's actually the microphone cable. And here are the clips where it's actually, you know, kind of hooked behind the hard drive. So I need to pry these out. Let's see if we can do it like this. I want to be super careful here with the pry tool. It's actually a little hard. There we go. Now I've loosened this one up. And here we have a little plastic uh, little plastic tap here. What I do is I move the, ply, the little pry uh, thing underneath it and try to actually get that plastic knob in my hands because that is protecting the fourth screw. So we have actually four screws that we can uh, open. One, here's two, here's number three, and here under the dock is number four. So we're going to start in order. 
I'm going to put the MacBook down a little bit. You don't have the perfect angle, but you will see what I'm doing. I'm going to start with screw number one here. Again, very delicately lifting that out. Don't apply force. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. If there's, if you need to apply a certain amount of force, it's not really healthy. One of the tricks that you can always do is work diagonally. So top screw here, bottom screw here. Now why is this? If there is pressure on the uh, hard drive and you open up one side first, the hard drive will actually tilt and will apply pressure to the screw points. And you don't want that. So very delicately, we're going to open up the second screw. There you go. Really have to watch out that I don't drop it inside the MacBook. Here's number three. And that is actually a little harder to loosen up. There you go. There is some pressure on that one, so be careful. This is number three. And here is number four. That's number four. Now, if I take a look at the screws, they're not all of the same size, you. So be careful. <clears throat> Got number four here. Gently prying underneath the hard disk, not applying any pressure whatsoever, seeing that it's not connected to anything. And I do have a very little, very slight problem here that I haven't expected. This dock connector is actually uh, connected to the casing, so we're going to gently pry the hard drive out of its casing and I'm going to take a look at the manual here. What do I have to do with the casing? Do I need to leave that in or do I need to take that out? Because when I looked at the instruction video I thought I needed to take this entire thing out but that doesn't uh, need to be done. That was my error actually. And this is to hold the hard drive as you can see with the foam rubber to protect it from uh, making any noises and to keep it nice and snug. This is the part that we're going to replace. If I uh, see it, it's um, a SATA drive as well. I don't know if there's any um, there are any engravings on it of the drive speed and stuff, but this is just spinning iron. That's the part that we are going to replace in the next chapter. Okay, so we've removed the entire drive assembly here. And I do want to give you a little bit of a warning. This little plastic um, part houses this little print, this little circuit board, and it's actually stuck on there. So before you actually have to, uh, if, before you act actually can remove this entire drive assembly holder, you have to unstick this little print board. Now in order for the OWC drive to be mounted inside, you need to remove that entire drive assembly uh, holder, including the screws and removing this little piece of circuit board. And it's stuck on there, but be very careful when you loosen it. Now here's the drive. I've applied these two stickers as I mentioned before. And actually I was in the beginning, uh, I thought they sent me the wrong drive because if you take a look at the size, it's a little bit, well not a little bit, it's actually uh, a little bit bigger or a lot bigger than the original Apple drive. As you can see there is I think almost one or two millimeters. And why, when I initially wanted to place the drive I thought it wouldn't fit. 
But uh, I contacted OWC and they have uh, explained to me how to place the drive. So how to place the drive is attach um, the stickers on the back of the drive. That's, that's my dog barking downstairs. And then you have to kind of apply some pressure. And I don't like applying pressure, but in this case you'll have to. So what you do is you place the drive above this screw here and you just push it all the way back against this plate here. Then you'll see that you'll have to uh, make sure that the drive connector is lined up with where it needs to go. So it needs to go a little bit further down. That's how it's lined up. That's where it's supposed to go. This is the drive connector, so this is the right altitude, as I said, slightly above the screw, and then press back and snap it into place. It's a little tricky. I don't think it's the most elegant product that uh, OWC has uh, put out there, but it does work. So what we need to do now, finally, is be careful. Snap on the drive here. Snap on this connector here, gently apply pressure, not too much, and push down the little circuit board on the plastic. Now guide this speaker cable along these two tabs that you have, and if you want to, you can even glide it underneath these two tabs, holding it in place. So just like that. And that is how the drive is mounted. It's a little tricky, I must say, especially because you have to kind of wedge it in there. This uh, little piece of, of um, cable, flat cable, makes mounting the drive a little bit harder than with the other OWC drives, but it does stick. The drive is connected firmly. All my connectors are pressed down nice and tight. It's time to close her up and boot her up. And here we have the results. Back from the operating theater, the 2.1 MacBook Air 1.8 GHz dual-core processor, 2 GB of RAM, but instead of being equipped with the 4200 RPM drive, it now has the 60 GB solid-state drive from OWC. Right next to it, a brand new spanking 11-inch Mac from this year, with a faster processor and with 4 GB of RAM, but also sporting a solid-state drive. So this model it's actually about two to three years old. This one's brand new. Will they hold up? We'll see. Press the power button. There we go. And both of them are booting up as we speak. The MacBook Air, the 13-inch, the old one, is a little older. And this one has to go through refit. But as you can see, they are actually quite fast when it comes to booting. Almost equally fast. Given this one a little head start with the Effie boot there. But it's still a race. It's still on. It's still exciting. Bam! There is the 11 inch, that's done, and a couple of seconds afterwards, it does take a little bit, it's more than a couple of seconds, bam, there is the 13 inch. So, only 2 gigabytes of RAM, 4 gigabytes of RAM, a 1.8 gigahertz dual core processor, an i5 processor, but they still hold up. Let's log into this one and see if we can start up some applications to give you a comparison. There, two nice desktops. Let's see, 
We're going to launch up Firefox, which has been closed on both systems. Firefox here, Firefox here. Boom! Equally fast. I must say, this is really, really exciting for me because it does save me uh, the trouble of buying a new Mac book just yet, although I wanted to. But this one will hold its own for at least a year to come. We don't know what Snow Leopard is going to do, but I think that she will be able to handle it quite nicely. So if you want to put some new life and new pizzazz into your uh, MacBook Air or MacBook that you have lying around, I would highly recommend going for a solid-state drive. It's only 60 gigabytes, and that had me worried for a little while, but after installing almost everything that I needed, standard you know, open office, all the browsers, the iLife suite and stuff like that, I still had 40 gigabytes left. So it's pretty okay. The only thing that you have to worry about is if you sync your Dropbox and you have a big Dropbox or your um, other cloud service offline to your disk. That will actually eat up hard drive space, but the OS isn't that uh, greedy when it comes to hard drive space. So that's all we have time for. Our little operation where we did a uh, nice uh, upgrade of an existing MacBook Air. You can, of course, get in touch with us if you have any questions. Feedback at nightwise.com is our email address. Nightwise.com uh, is the website to go for the RSS feeds and all the articles and the show notes. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash nightwise, Facebook, facebook.com slash nightwise.com or just look for Nightwise on Google+. If you want to help out the show, write us a comment in iTunes. That would be highly appreciated. And uh, we will catch you next week when we will continue to tune tech into your way of life and let the technology work for you, whether you're a Linux, a Windows, or a Mac user, a cross-platform slider, or just a plain old geek. We'll do it. See you guys next week, and um, I'm going to play with my back here. I tell you what, I want to play with my, I want to play with my new one, I'm not gonna I don't want this is better. This is mine. I upgraded this. Okay, go away. Go away. Oh wow, look at this. Wow. Mm, I can just log in and work. And what what? Hold? That's not mine. Thank you for watching KWTV. And remember you guys, there's a real world outside of cyberspace, but it's not that important. Bye! watching KWTV and remember there's a real world about... Whoa! <laughs>